What's up, everybody? Welcome to the weekly Wolf Den Friday night. It's uh, where we are at every time, 5.30 Pacific time, 8.30 Eastern. If, you, uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Tunes or on the replay, we appreciate y'all. Uh, it's just going to take a sec while I get my co-hosts in here. I'm getting my Negroni mixed. Got some wine to back up. You got to get your drinks when uh, when it's Friday night. So this this is your minute warning to go to go grab your drink. So what's up? Good to see everybody, and uh, we'll get rolling in one second. Ahmad, what's going on, bro? What's shaking, big man? I'm just uh, got in my car on my way home. Nice, nice, nice. Long day at work. How are you? Doing pretty good. I uh, got off a smidge earlier than usual, so that's good. My wife's away for the weekend, uh, having a little ladies' retreat. Oh, nice. Yeah. She's out at the Kingfisher Lodge up island. So is it party time for you, or... (laughs) I mean, if party time means hanging out with my internet friends, then party me up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm... uh, yeah, uh, tomorrow I'll do a good uh, UFC's on early, and then uh, it's the Battle of Alberta afterwards. Oh yeah, probably some pre- probably some preseason basketball there. So I'm gonna have a bunch of guys over. We'll do a big cooking, smoking, drinking night. Nice. Yeah, tomorrow should be good. The Oilers Flames uh, open it up, but uh, but yeah, and you're we were talking earlier about January 28th, the Raptors in mm-hmm. and uh, getting something going for that and it seems like there's some uh, momentum building looks like it's a go for me so yeah i, I figured it would be but yeah my wife is figuring it should be a good time for her to get off she's low low dog on the seniority at her job at the hospital so sometimes it's hard at popular times but that should be not a popular time yeah like it's francis's birthday is like a few days after that and we typically go then too because it's after the Christmas time and we can kind of take yeah. a vacation in peace, not to have to worry, worry about, um, like for me at least, like my business and everything like that going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we rarely leave around the Christmas holidays, actually. It's usually in January that we do something. Nice. Yeah, and it's colder um, at that time. Might as well get away. Uh, at least this isn't necessarily a hot visit, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But lots of lo- lots of warm restaurants in Portland to, to drink away the cold. Portland, though, the food is just amazing. Like, even like, we're, we usually stay at the Paramount Hotel downtown, just kind of an average hotel, but like, the room service food is, is amazing. Like, everything like, any food you get there, it's, like, got its own special Portland twist. Uh, I don't know what mm-hmm. the air or the vibe, but it's some of the best food wherever you go. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. The food's incredible. Yeah, it really is. There's so many good restaurants there. I love just some of the neighborhoods in Portland are so cool, too, just to walk around. Like, the, I don't know if you've been to the Mississippi District. I can't recall if I have. Yeah, it's there's like a it's a ton of it's like it looks like a neighborhood, but there's so many bars and restaurants, and then you'll walk by a couple houses, and then it's like four more bars and restaurants, and just everything's so good. Yeah, it's such a chill vibe. Uh, just the vibe you can feel is amazing there. Um, yeah, we always try to go once a year for a game, and the Rip Pack City crew is pretty sweet, so that'll be uh, that'll be sweet to, to hang out with them and maybe have a little competition. Between the Canadians yeah. and the Oregonians. 
Are we going to be like backup Toronto captains? Is that what we're we're trying to do? I think we're trying to take we're going to uh, be like West Coast um, captaincy, tempor- temporary representative. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like it. I think we can not, do it. I think we can do it. Too much responsibility, just temporary representative. That's it. <laughs> I know some good places to meet up too. So perfect. Yeah, I was thinking my buddy yeah, would join well, too. So. Perfect. I love that. Jay, what's going on, bro? Good evening, friends. How's the Welcome. wolf pack tonight? Doing good. Doing good. Maud and I are just off work, so just got my first drink dialed up here. Right on. Right on. I'm uh, I'm currently pulling a shift at the hospital. Nothing on the docket right now, but um, just in case. You're just just in limbo, waiting to see if some dude's brain needs a, a getting cracked open. Yeah, I was bummed. I was bummed because uh, you know Coach T, you know, said uh, you know kind of notified me today. He said, uh, "Oh, by the way, you know our captains, you know our captains, you know season tickets or whatever." I just got. Uh, he's like, "I just got word that uh, you know we got this preseason game for our season ticket purchase." He's like, "Probably too late to." try and run a contest he's like want to hit up the game tonight and i was like oh man if i would have known so we i could be at the timberwolves uh nets right now preseason game but oh that'd be a fun one yeah so he's he's there right now and uh seeing the northern heights in person uh for the first time live it's their only their only home preseason game but, is this the last night of preseason ball before we get things rolling on Monday? I think so. I mean, at least the last Timberwolves game, I don't know if there's any over the course of the weekend. I think everybody maybe has a few days to recuperate before the launch. Is is Wednesday uh, Wednesday the first night of NBA? Action? Monday. Monday. I think. Whew. Tuesday. Tuesday. The 18th. Well, What's that? 18th. Let's see. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday, 18th. I could have already set myself behind by not checking my fantasy basketball lineup. (laughs) I know. I do got to get mine in there. We got our Wolfpack League. There's some serious pride. Who who do you think had the best draft out of everybody? I don't know. You know, I've never played um, category style before, so I really don't know. I've only my other basketball league does like a point sort of thing for all of the things, and so you battle for points per week. So I've just never done this nine cat before. I think the Yahoo said that Trevor's was the best team, um, but Al, this Alex is uh, quite a professional. It seems if you look at the there's like levels from your kind of historical record on Yahoo, and he's like diamond platinum like crazy he's like so high on the ranking there so we got the gamut of experiences um but i'm a huge fantasy basketball guy i'm i I usually in two two leagues but then all of a sudden i'm in like six this year (laughs) and uh i was just recently added to like a dynasty league which i really appreciate because i I inherited a team and i'm basically just going to rebuild so i traded like jared allen and uh I have DeJounte Murray, but I'm just trading for first-round picks, and I'm going to really lean into the Summer League scouting, and I'm going to really 
you know, watch European league games and start scouting and finding the next Giannis or Victor Wambaya for, for for my fantasy. I love, I love that aspect of it, but the, the Wolfpack one should be good. I, I find it just brings people closer together too. Cause you kind of have another shared experience similar to how we all have with top shot. Um, but it keeps you connected to the league because you're kind of informed. Like somebody has a hot week, like you you know about it because you're playing the guy, you know? So um, the nine cats interesting because you got to kind of play a strategy. You got to maybe punt a category or two um, and then really try to like differentiate yourself, differentiate yourself in like five or six categories. Um, but it should be fun this year. How do you kind of know going into the week what categories you should focus on? Basically, you would look at the other team. Like, you're in a matchup, right? So you're looking at the other guy. So there's a few ways. You could look at, like, their record and your record in terms of how they've done in terms of rebounds, how they've done in terms of steals. You can also kind of look at the player list and look at your team and their team and kind of just see, like, does this guy have if he has like five guys who get double doubles regularly and you only have one, then you're probably not going to win the rebound. So you might as well focus on three pointers or steals or whatever you can get an edge on. So it's all about who you're playing when you're in a matchup league. Um, and then it's also about, it's all about man games with basketball, with fantasy. It's all about how many games they're playing and how many minutes. Um, that's probably sometimes more important than the actual skill level. So that's why, like, tanking teams, if they're giving all their young guys a chance, those are kind of good to pick up near playoff time because um, they're getting all the minutes and they're going to put up kind of unexpected numbers because um, that's just a function of that. But then there's also, like, usually the most is, like, four games in a week, right? Four out of seven. But sometimes if your best player has two out of seven in, like, the finals, you're kind of at a huge disadvantage because – there's only so many points you can put up in just two two games. So that's kind of an element uh, of it as well. Yeah, and if you uh, you know if you have you know your crystal ball and you draft Benedict Matherin, you know anticipating a anticipating <laughs> that Buddy Heald's going to get traded, uh, you know you're you're definitely setting yourself up for second half success, aren't you? Absolutely. And I mean, uh, what can I say? Canada is on the rise uh, in basketball and we're producing more and more young talent. So I try to look at when I'm looking at rookies, kind of what, you know, school they went to, what program they went to, you know, wh- what do they do when they were younger? This is all goes into the scouting, right? So can, Canada's uh, up there right now in terms of uh, upper echelon of, of countries that are creating basketball players. Benedict Matherin, Averaging about 27 points in 20 minutes in preseason. Granted, it's preseason, but, you know, he was impressive in, in uh, summer league. Of course, he had an outstanding college career. Um, so it's just adding up. And Indiana's a rebuilding team. Uh, it just makes sense that in it's only a, literally a matter of time before he's going to take over and blossom. And when he's playing this way right now and just lighting it up, you're going to force the coach's hand. He's, you know, if he plays better than healed, he's going to get the minutes. And, uh, but yeah, it's interesting, Indiana, because that on fantasy as well, if you go to a team that's kind of rebuilding and young players, there's a chance to kind of get guys who are coming out of nowhere um, because there's just more minutes and more, you know, usage to go around. 
the other thing with fantasy too is like pay attention to injuries um, and where the available spots are. Like in your with uh, Memphis right now, um, Jaron Jackson Jr. is injured, right? I think he's injured for a couple months. So this one of the hot pickups is this Aldama guy who can shoot the three. He's the center, and so he might be getting extra minutes um, because he's out, right? So um, kind of looking at those factors and the depth charts that okay, if this guy goes out. If, if the Lakers trade Westbrook, you know, is Kendrick Nunn going to get a whole bunch of minutes now? Um, so, yeah, Matherin was one of my uh, sleeper rookie picks. Um, I love rookies. It's just because it's unexpected. You don't know what's going to happen. Um, and they could just all of a sudden tear it up. Um, so, anyways, I'm rambling. Yeah, no, and I mean, it definitely makes, it definitely makes you know, a lot of sense, especially if it's, a, you know, a dynasty league uh, like you yeah. got involved in. Um, you know, that's, and, you know, just to echo your, your statement, like I have been, I had, you know, played, you know, fantasy football was kind of the first, first thing out there. Right. And, and everybody was doing that, the Yahoo fantasy football and, and, and as it blew up and it got to the point where I was, I was doing fantasy NASCAR, fantasy golf, fantasy, everything. Right. And then, uh, I gravitated towards, uh, you know, um, uh, a baseball league and, uh, I'm in a dynasty league that's been going for, for 15 years now, uh, keeper league. And, you know, and it's just like you say, you know, you, you dig deep, you, you watch kind of the minors and, and see who's playing. And, and, uh, you know, I happened to win, uh, my dynasty league this year. And that was by, by virtue of, of, uh, drafting uh, both Aaron Judge and Vlad Guerrero uh, before they had uh, even even made it to the majors, uh, and uh, you know by by nature of being able to keep them for a certain length of time, they just continue to pay dividends and they're on cheap contracts and and all that. So, um, uh, but it but it makes it uh, you know, and I'm in this league with with a bunch of people who who are scattered all around the u.s and and uh we wouldn't we wouldn't talk to each other otherwise <laughs> you know it's our way to stay connected and and uh you know for months of the year we've got a you know a, a, a email thread going that everybody's just you know talking talking some trash email and, thread jesus jay I'm how old are you fucking old. We're, we're the oldest millennials out here <laughs> not even a whatsapp group to yell at each other oh my gosh no like i tried like when i when you know and so i and and i've on a couple of different occasions have tried to like talk nfts with these with these old fogies that i'm in the league with and uh i can just not get them not get them to bite i've dialed it down especially where the markets where they're at but uh um you know, I, uh, when I found discord, I was like, this discord would be, you know, the perfect, you know, vehicle for, you know, organizing, you know, the different aspects you have to keep track of, uh, or the different topics you discuss, uh, you know, over the course of a month long season, right. As well as like historical reference, right. Cause somebody's always chiming in, like, Hey, where's the, you know, where's the, uh, you know, the, the, 
uh, IR list, right? You know, I got, I want to put a guy on the IR, uh, um, or, you know, Hey, what, what, what's the rules? What's the rules again? Where's the, I can't find the, I can't find the email that was sent out back in March that, uh, discussed what the rule changes were to this season. And, and, you know, if you were to have discord and so I tried to get these jokers to, to join discord for the, that very purpose. And they're like, Nope, we're going to stick with our, our, our Mark, our Mark, uh, you know, donkey powered internet, uh, you know, rotary phone dial up old school email, email thread system. It's, it's, it's super painful. <laughs> old dogs, new tricks. Yeah, it's, it's, it takes a bit. I've tried to put my, uh, my jujitsu dojo on discord and it sort of had half of a buy-in but we're just in that place now where the coach is like well now i have to message on the facebook group and the discord and the this and i'm like well we're slowly gonna get them like we're slowly gonna get them right i can't wait to see what you whippersnappers cook up next yeah i'm following that's the alpha you guys want to hear a fun jujitsu story before we talk about like dapper stuff? Absolutely. The old wolfman accidentally put someone to sleep this week. Whoa. I know. Accidentally, he says. It was. We were just practicing the move. Uh, we were doing a head and arm choke, and my partner was a very nice guy. And he was like, yeah, it's not quite in. <laughs> like he, he said it very muffledly. Like You'll hear that sometimes when, you know, a good partner, you want to help your... You want to help your, you know, your training partner learn correctly. And I, we were just learning a small detail and I heard him be like, not quite. And then a second later, my teacher was like, he's asleep, he's asleep. And I let go and, oh, he started like convulsing everywhere. And, oh man, that's my fun jujitsu story of the week. I felt bad, oh, but I also felt like a badass. Does that happen, you know, with a fair amount of frequency? Um, or is that not frequent. Occurrence? Usually you're pretty able to gauge it. Like, I'll get too close to the zone lots, like with people, where I'm like, whew, yeah, that was getting, going to see stars for a second, you know. But I've never been put out, actually. Um, but the the most common place I've seen it is yeah, actually when... Our teacher is teaching a move sometimes because he's talking through it. He'll be like, you know, you hold him here and you hold him there. And all of a sudden he'll be like, oh, shit, he's out. <laughs> uh, so it does ha it does happen sometimes. Um, but yeah, it was uh, I hadn't done it to anybody while practicing a move before. And man, this just makes you feel like such a shit bag when your your guy right in front of you is just like. He came back kind of like The Undertaker, you know, the gif of The Undertaker <laughs> when he just sits right up. Like he was out and then he just kind of like shook up and was like, what happened? What? Where am I? What? It sounds like a challenge for the next uh, uh, next year's Vegas Summer League. See, yeah. See who, who can put Wolf Wolf out? Oh, you guys should definitely do that challenge. Yeah, well, if I, as long as I get to fight back. No, yeah, for sure. Like, uh, I, I vaguely recall uh, you and you and Spine grappling, or or. Uh, he or... just wanted me to show him some moves. I just showed him how to to do a few moves. He wanted to know proper rear naked choke technique. So I, after he did a crappy attempt on me, I showed him, and then he was satisfied. Because Spine's a high school wrestler, so he he's very curious about the art. He wants to kind of dip his toe, and he's just worried about 
losing his bones. And and you've been uh, you've been at this for a number of years, correct? And yeah, yeah, uh, seven years. Although minus a year through COVID, when I sort of gyms closed, and then it took me a bit to get back on the mats. But yeah, I'm a purple belt, so definitely been doing it for a while and i've really been this last sort of eight months really been sinking in deep i'm there a lot i'm really trying to level up my knowledge side and i've started teaching a little bit i re i really want to uh yeah i've really recommitted i guess you could say um do you ever participate in, like in any competitions or anything like that we've had some in-house ones but no i am old so there's that aspect. I love to go coach and take my guys to the the competitions. But so for music, I kind of, I took my band to that point where we were doing gigs and we're on Spotify and like half of doing that is filled with anxiety. And I kind of always loved that jujitsu was my happy place away from anxiety and competing is a just extremely anxiety inducing thing. Um, so that would be the factor for me that hasn't led me to to competition, to be honest. But I do think that, you know, when most people start and they're like, should I compete? I'm always like, you should, you should, you should. You know, if you think you should, you should. Is it one of those things where it's it's like I've never had to employ it, but it's nice to know I have that in my tool belt? Never been in a fight in my life. <laughs> well, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, strange thing. Yeah, I've never been punched in the face, and maybe well, it shows. Yeah. But uh... they just say Wolf's happy place is like choking someone, throwing someone in a mat, and that's yeah, hella freaky, dude. <laughs> it's true, Kev. I'm never happier than when I'm trying to get a leg lock on someone. That's like peak happiness for me. So Wolf, so why do you do it? Why do you do it? Like, is it a? I love it. Thing, a mental it's thing. You don't actually. If you're not gonna ever fight. Or uh, that's not to say I never would fight. If someone attacks me, then I would fight. I mean, I'm not gonna go looking for a fight uh i love it man like i not only love the ufc the first class i went to for jujitsu i was like oh shit i should have been doing this my whole life like i love contact sports i played football growing up i played hockey growing up and me and my friends used to wrestle all the time and so it just is an extension of things that i love um working out's a lot easier for me if it's like a game and so jujitsu not only is learning but you get to actually roll against your partner you know and try to see if these submissions work and so it hits you it gets your competitive juices flowing a little bit right like i've had friends that start and especially when they're good friends like i've looked them in their face and be like you'll never tap me in your life and so they spend years trying to do it and then when they do it's so soul crushing but i love that competition love it love to wrestle Love to roughhouse. I just am not the guy that looks for a fight downtown at the bar. I, the variables when you, the more you do training and fighting, the more you understand that like fighting is fucking chaos. And when you're in a street, there's so many like elements that can happen. You know, doing it in a controlled situation is one thing, but yeah, if you're out, you're out there in everyday life, it's it's chaos, right? I just want to say I'm out on. Uh... I'm trying to fight you in Vegas or like trying to, you know, knock you out or whatever it is. You know, I'm a lover, not a fighter. So <laughs> taking your name off the list and hopefully you can protect me in whatever situation. Yes. 
for sure. As long as they're not higher belts, then we're good. Um, yeah, I had a friend that uh, like three or four years ago, me and uh, my wife and him and his wife, we were <clears throat> we were up at Whistler drinking, staying at a hotel for the weekend. And he's a friend that's always been stronger than me my whole life. And we always wrestle. And he, he wanted to test it. He had a few drinks. And so he was like, oh, we're going. And so I ended up just guillotining him eventually so hard that he barfed and had to go to bed and the next day he's like well i admit it i'm not gonna wrestle with you anymore you proved me wrong i thought that this was bullshit <laughs> so i have had the friends that want to test you and it's always fun does it give you like i mean uh does it give you confidence in, in just in terms of like how you might be able to like how you might size somebody up i guess you know yeah uh, for sure Yep. It gives me confidence, especially if the fight's going to go to the ground. It's my, like, my muscle memory is going to kick in, right? Like, if, if we tussle, you might land a punch before me. I know that's the danger. But if we tussle, my muscle memory is going to kick in. The more you do it, the more I'm going to get that muscle memory. And that is confidence. But I also don't walk around, like, puffing my chest out asking for it either. Yeah. I see Vito. Vito was here for a minute, and then he just dropped out. He probably got scared. You know, he, well, yeah, he's like, I, all I got is the headbutt. So yeah, he went to uh, train. And you also you live on Vancouver Island, so I'm pretty sure you're uh, generally safer from any sort of violence. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think there's just as many fights here. You know, Vancouver is a pretty fighty place, despite it being beautiful and chill. Oh, Vancouver for sure. Yeah. But, um, um, we have a working guest. in the bar, you know, it's working in the bar. It's like, I've been pushed a few times recently and the guy who owns it is, is kind of like, Hey, I like that you're calm and you won't react. Whereas some people who don't train react. Yeah. Cause you have that confidence. Uh, and pressure. Yeah. And just to be like, uh, I know the, I know what alcohol and glass and all these variables could do it's probably better for us to try to talk this out first for both of us you know and i think jiu-jitsu is more of a more of a discipline rather than you trying to tell someone hey hey i do jiu-jitsu and i can knock you down yeah but i mean don't get me wrong kev i'll break your arm when i see you like wow yeah no, that's, just that's not gonna happen <laughs> Wolf, did you like? I mean, you gotta fly you, me first, though. True. Did you? Can I mean, had you considered or or tried any other kind of martial art or or fighting style prior to jujitsu, or how did you how did you arrive at that one? Um, I did karate as a kid, and then I just sort of fell into jujitsu. My wife bought me a gift certificate at a place, and it took me like six months to get in there because I was just too scared. Um. And so, but I always assumed I would like it because of the, you know, what I knew about it, which is that you get to do it at a hundred percent, but you don't have to give each other concussions. Um, that's kind of the really fun part about it, right? Like we can go full force. I get you in an arm bar, you tap, boom, we slap hands, bump fists, go at it again, you know, or you get me in a choke, I tap keep going so I, I always knew it was supposed to be the funnest to do in terms of how you can actually get to do the art form and i like i said i love ufc so there is a part of it that's like getting to play ufc um 
And yeah, I've done a little striking. I think in my, you know, I'm 41 now. I think by the time I'm 45, I do plan on having a little more kickboxing under my belt and doing some stuff like that. So I, I, it's a branch for sure where you can do other things. But yeah, just just all that I had heard, I figured I would like it. And the second I did it, I fell in love with it. Yeah, you said you're, you know, a UFC guy. Um how you know watching fights and and whatnot um do you recall you know the like way back in the day in the ultimate fighting championships when it was just like you know some big huge you know no weight classes like tank gabbit yeah like you know just like this style versus this style and like i feel Mm -hmm. like ufc now is 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 uh you know a lot of kind of uh combo platter of, of, of styles. That's mixed martial arts, right? That's yeah, what it mixed, is. Yeah, mixed martial arts, yeah. That's um, exactly what it is. We had never sort of in human, in our modern history, had a forum where you could try out all these martial arts until the start of the 90s. And then, you know, over the decade, and so they they people realized that jiu-jitsu american wrestling and boxing or kickboxing were just the absolute most dominant martial arts it's not to say you can't win with the other things but those became the the three art forms that stood out from every other art form and it's been nice even for like american wrestling like um like college wrestling or whatever it didn't used to get considered an art form or boxing you know and now people are like no that is a martial art you know those are like great like useful art forms yeah i uh um are you a patty patty fan yeah patty the baddie's fun yeah patty the baddie i like uh you know he was talking about uh uh what was it uh like the thai fighting right yep. muay thai um, for sure and uh you know he was saying that you know, he was talking about how, how that as a, as a, as a particular style doesn't, doesn't hold up, you know, uh, you know, it's an element, but it doesn't hold up because, you know, there's vulnerabilities or whatever. And so I was just kind of curious how, uh, you know, if there was, you know, a, a basic, you know, or, or one element that it was, you know, a must, I guess, for the, the mixed martial arts and I wrestling. I to that. Yeah wrestling for sure because even if you're a striker right the guy can take you down but if you're good at preventing the takedown you can keep him up where you want to so if you're really good at muay thai and you can keep yourself up in a wrestling fight then that's it's so key you know jujitsu is when you get on your back then you want the jujitsu um but knowing that and so my coach he actually won um there's almost some like hybrid ones, like combat wrestling. It's called. It's kind of a weird hybrid between uh, wrestling and jujitsu. My coach has won gold in the world before, so we do a lot of wrestling as well with our jujitsu, which I think most modern jujitsu gyms do. Uh, but that being said, sometimes you'll get a guy who's like a college wrestler comes in, and man, they're fucking beasts. They're just absolute beasts. That's interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting stuff. It's fun. It's fun to do. Like, it sounds like it wouldn't be fun to do. And sometimes you're mid class. Like, here we are, just choking the shit out of each other, learning a move, and yet we find this fun. You know? 
but it teaches you a lot about yourself. It teaches you like about your limits and um, it's very respectful. Uh, there's, it's a lot, a lot to it. It's really technical. It's usually just really smart dudes who are there and me, I'm with the smart dudes. I'm not the smart dude. Um, but uh, because it's so technical, the smarter the person, the better they seem at applying it. Should we bring Steven here and, and ask him about his, his trip this week? We've been, we've been just rambling for half an hour here. Yeah, yeah Steve. Hey, uh, Steve, and then Rich uh, is also got. Yeah, Rich is in here too. Um, oh, Rich Brian can't talk. Brian. Rich is at a party or something. But yeah, Rich won the uh, the Magic Johnson trip today. He was on Wolfden last Friday, saying he might go for it, and it looks like he did, in fact, go for it. And Bing, bang, boom, he's gonna go meet Magic in a mansion. That's because wow. he's a killer, right? He waited until the right time, and he struck like a cobra. He's a cold-blooded killer. <laughs> he got a leaderboard spot, right? But I, I guess made the right trading decisions. Yeah. How well, much did he have to climb at the end? Do we know? I think he was maybe down, like under fifty thousand top shot points. I thought, and uh, but he cleared it well, clear of it uh, in the dying moments. So, what was the stackable moment for that Magic Johnson? Oh, I'm not sure. We'll have to ask. I think it was rares because I think Rich already has a Lego 32 something. Yeah. So he bought a bunch of the rare ones. I'm not actually sure. Yeah. Further on it backs because I think. Okay. I thought he did like the and the 32 the Skyhook one, but uh, I could be. Yeah, so the run it back one. Yeah. Okay. The, le the legendary Skyhook, I thought he Oh, multiple of those. How yeah, many people sure. How many people uh, get the opportunity? It's what was eight, it? seven. It's uh, three it's, top. So yeah, three top Lakers leaderboard, three top Magic leaderboard, and one, I think, from, one th from leaderboards from fourth to 1,000 for Lakers, I think. And so Rich and achieved magic. it by by doing the magic, going the magic yeah. leaderboard. Yeah, the ma That's the awesome. player leaderboard. Yeah, and then and uh, so Alfie's gonna be there, and uh, there's Greek Freak, and I think Jai as well is another one uh, we see in the community. Yeah, yep, definitely some of the big dogs. Yeah, that's got to be pretty damn cool. When is that, anyways? I think it's next weekend. Um, oh, really? Yeah. It's coming up soon. I thought so. They're going, yeah, they're going to a mansion, and then, uh, but it, it remains to be seen how much Magic is actually hanging out with them. Like, are they going to eat on their own? And then Magic's going to come in for a meet and greet, you know, with a, for a drink for thirty minutes, or is he going to like eat with them? Um, should be interesting to see how the how that happens. Right, it, it it will be you know that will be kind of the telltale sign. We'll need the we'll need uh, to definitely get Rich up here uh, after the fact to 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 kind of spill the beans on it to see whether or not it seems like a uh, a, a pay for play uh, sort of uh, encounter or whether or not it is you know a true kind of dedicated experience. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why we need Steve to come fill us in on this cage trip. I was wondering the exact same thing. 
So guys, is this is this the present day fandom? Is this what was dreamed? Is this the vision? Um, I mean, it's pretty sweet that the local collectors, because of their collection, are being able to go and hang out and you know cook food with Kate Cunningham and then break bread, hopefully with Magic Johnson. But it doesn't seem to be getting as much like notice and whatnot uh, that maybe we would have thought it would have like two years ago. I yeah, still think well, they need to give like for like for me as an international user an NBA league pass would be something nice because the last time they did that was for the playoffs and I was hoping in S3 was that they were going to give it at the start of the season. Why not just buy league pass instead of a couple I'm a, moments? Because I'm a cheap I'm not I'm not even saying that as a slight to you but I mean I hear this a lot you know people like I thought if I bought all these moments I'd get league pass and I I think to myself then why didn't you just buy league pass instead of the moments yeah it's like like you spent two thousand dollars on moments that you don't want just to get league pass you could just get league pass for 200 bucks well I mean if you're trying to tell me as an international user that this is the feature of fandom, then uh, what difference is it than me buying a $2,000 Panini card? So, I mean, if you want to show that you're the one who's got the edge of fandom experience, then at least you could give people a league pass. Yeah. Well, so what do you think the threshold should be? Like um, a certain top shot score or uh, like, quite frankly, I would love to have league pass as well. <laughs> Give it to me. I'm international in Canada, but but I'm just wondering, uh, yeah, what what's the cutoff though? Like how many moments or how much top shot score do you think to, to garner that? Well, I think it's better to like trickle it down to the team captain I mean, ingrain it in the team captain's program, not necessarily like uh, play games, buying a subscription and then giving it to someone, but rather like top shot talking to NBA, like, hey, if you want League Pass to be like your main uh, avenue for watching the games, then give us a League Pass. We'll trickle it down to uh, the team captains. The team captains decide uh, for how many they'll be giving it to international collectors for collectors in this type of range of leaderboards and something. So I think uh, Top Shot has the like the option to mix and match thresholds for that. You know, as speaking as a captain, you know, I, I you know, Troy and I have, you know, discussed whether or not, you know, that was something we would offer up right away um you know trying to trying to um you know reward international collectors um but you know top shot had you know historically you know made league pass a kind of an international gift uh and so we're waiting to see whether or not that's going to be you know something that they're going, going to do again before we you know spend any of the budget budget on that you know should they choose not to um you know that's absolutely something that we as like the timberwolves team 
are are planning on doing for you know international collectors um you know because you know we're kind of committed to the equity um you know we bought the you know season tickets and you know there's only a uh uh you know a 25 like, to to you know 25 limited to, number of people that could right, join that are, that are that are kind of proximity wise able to you know attend you know IRL events right um, and if you are you know on an island you know uh, you know metaphorically uh, uh, or actually <laughs> like me or, or actually, actually. Uh, you know, like, uh, I mean we want to give you that opportunity to to uh, you know, expand your, your fandom as well. Um, you know, and it's arguably a better deal for an international person because I've got league pass and all the motherfucking Timberwolves games are blacked out. Uh, and I gotta, I gotta watch, uh, the rest of the NBA, um, because I'm too cheap to pay for the local packages or whatever it costs to, to, to stream that. So, Yeah, I definitely have cable. It gets all my Raptors games, so I haven't been too in need of the the league pass, but it is a dope feature. Um, the blacking out thing is really annoying though with league pass when you're in your local market. It's so lame. It's so lame. Is that is that like a contract thing or with NBA itself? And it's with your whoever does the local distribution rights. I see. Because I think I mean, because normally when like if I watch want to watch a game, so basically if I don't have a league pass, I just watch it on Facebook where other Filipinos are streaming it for free, and then you just send them like fifty cents to as thanks for live streaming it. So I mean, from that perspective like if i bought into top shot i think i'd rather like do it in a legal way rather than watching from uh facebook or internet streams and you can when you have league pass you can go back and watch the games too yeah yeah so you can you can watch like instead of watching one game, you know, live, you can watch all 10 games the next day and not get them spoiled. And it is a pretty sick setup for sure. Although I wouldn't be too happy if like Top Shot gives it to like, based on leaderboards and then I'll get a league pass, but for Jazz, because I'd be watching like Jazz tanking for the year. So you telling me you're gonna get a gift from Top Shot and then gripe that it's not enough? No, I mean, I think, <laughs> I mean, for, like for Jay, Jay is got international collectors, right? So Jay, yep. as a team captain, he loves them. Could, yeah, he could just give like a team specific league pass for international collectors, and that's from the team captain themselves. No one's gonna. So no one should complain about that. And then, I mean, like it's really a case-to-case basis at this point. 
or League Pass. But I think that one thing as proof of fandom for spe- specifically international users would have to be, hey, I got League Pass from owning a moment. Well, I mean, have you ever had League Pass, Kev? Yeah, I mean, I did have the like the three month trial and then extended it for a month, like after the All Star game, because you know things are getting like really intense when it's past the All Star break. But uh, other than that, I don't usually subscribe for the whole season long because like I don't even watch all the games I just have like wanted to watch how Luca plays or how Spider plays and I don't really think well for me I don't really like seeing it in the early season because everyone's trying to feel things out and then once so that's why I usually watch or subscribe to League Pass past the All-Star game. Gotcha, gotcha. Are you, uh, Kev, are you uh, a fan of a particular team? He's a jazz fan. He's a jazz fan. That's why he said if he got the Jazz League pass, he'd have to watch them just tank all year. (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, but, I mean, it's still nice to see, like, because... Jazz would still be playing with other teams, so you could still like watch highlights from like Luca playing against Jazz or seeing Gobert play in the Wolves or Spider in Cleveland. So it's not bad at all. I mean, at least if uh from like if I'm gonna be telling this to friends like, hey, I got League Pass from buying into this uh, digital collectibles and this has perks like this and that. So it's one way to like market organically as well. Yeah. It, I mean, and you know, we were giving you a hard time about not buying it. Hey, if the NBA bought in fully with top shot and we're just like, Hey, here's 10,000 league pass subscriptions to give away to push it. That would be dope. You know, no, definitely. Like that would be a pretty awesome thing. Um, it just, I guess, this we hit this area where we don't know. You know, does Topshop buy those subscriptions to give them, or is the NBH coming in and doing it as well? It's it's interesting. I don't know. Will we see? I guess with the NFL product, anybody getting red zone for owning moments? You know. And I think it, you know, I think the whole concept, you know, that's my frustration with it is, is, is that, you know, if you're going to invest in, you know, paying $200 a year, uh, you know, for access to this, you should be able to see the content that you want, you know, kind of like Kev was, was talking to, you should be able to either specify either a team or certain players that you want and then have them kind of filter in you know that content you know to you versus you know kind of blacking out where you're at uh you know regionally or and whatnot and uh uh the uh 
you know, for the international, you know, folks or whatever, it, it, you know, I mean, it, it shouldn't be a problem. Just, in, you know, they should recognize that their IP is, you know, not U.S. located and, 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 and just kind of give them the content that they, they wish to opt into. But yeah, I think they do over there. I have friends in Europe that have it and they're, I think they get every game. It's but choose, it, choose their own adventure. Yeah. yeah. But in Canada, nationally, the Raptors are blacked out for League Pass. That's horseshit. Because That's every horrible. Raptors game is on in every... If you have basic cable, you get every Raptors game. With Sportsnet. So Sportsnet controls the regional... The region is an, is a whole country. Yeah. Is cable in Canada pretty affordable? Like, or is it a yeah. kind of a gouge, you know? Because, like, well, I, I know in the U.S., it's, it's you know, what, you know, what what provider, what package, that sort of thing. I think it's all that sort of thing. It seems like, from what I understand lately, they've been pushing, like, your internet bills so much money. So they're like, just get cable for an extra, like, 30 bucks. And for me, that's worth it, because then I get all the hockey and UFC and... And uh, Raptors plus other games and baseball. So for me, it's a no-brainer. You know, I think on my bill per month, I pay like 130 bucks Canadian and 90 of that's the internet. You know, and the other stuff is I get my HBO and I get my my sports, my couple of bunch of sports channels and shit like that. So uh, for me, it makes way more sense. Yeah, what do you uh what are you watching on the uh the HBO or the expanded package right now? What are your shows? Uh House of Dragon on HBO. We've been You're watching still... that. Is it, it how is that? It's not bad. You know, I wasn't I wasn't I wouldn't say I was dying for more thrones. Loved it when it was on. Like everyone else, it didn't end as good as it started, but say la vie. Uh, but it's been better than I thought it would be. Um, I've been watching, let's see, what else is HBO? We just finished Industry on HBO. Uh, just finished. Um, there was another show we were watching. There's usually like one or two on the go at, at the whole time. Industry oh, just finished. What's that? The Office. The Office? No, that's not on HBO. Yeah. That's that's not a show I'm... I, you guys always make me sound like such a hater, but can't say I love The Office. It's, it's fine. It's good. I get why people like it, but sitcoms that go on for like 100 years just aren't my jam. Because I have been watching Seinfeld in Netflix, and I, I did finish Friends from Netflix too, so... And Netflix is mostly what's really available and what's what covers like what really covers uh, Southeast Asia or Asia uh, users is Netflix because there's a mix of uh, animes, U- U.S. sitcoms, and that is how yeah, I met Samir yeah. HBO. How I met is, your mother? God no, that's network as it comes. Any okay. show that has a laugh track is not on HBO. 
man. See, I you guys make me sound like a hater. I no, really no. dislike how I met your mother, but that's that's fine. No offense to anybody who likes it. It's great. It's fine. Um sitcoms in general it takes takes the right one. There actually is a new sitcom that's pretty good called Abbott Elementary that's surprisingly funny. Um, that I did turn my nose up at first when people recommended it because it was a sitcom, but it's actually pretty damn good. More HBO or Netflix? No, or, I think it's um, no, I it's uh, I don't think it's Hulu. It's 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 like a sitcom. I think it's on network. I get it no, here on Disney Plus, but Disney Plus is also Hulu in Canada too. It like picks up a few things. We don't have Hulu in Canada, so Disney Plus Canada has picked up a bunch of these Hulu shows. Interesting, interesting. I uh, I've been I've been deep into. Uh, I don't know if anybody's into it, but uh, I've been doing the Peaky Blinders. Have you guys seen that one? Yep, it's good for sure. Oh man, it's been it's been uh, a huge uh, you know kind of uh binge for me recently so uh enjoying it immensely um Killian Murphy crazy good yeah he's really good um how did you guys feel about I'm just gonna round it back to some dapper sports uh how did you guys feel about roadmap coming out Monday Day before the season drops. Did you like that we got the tease of the information, or would you rather they just Monday dropped it? I prefer they drop it Monday. Yeah, rather just Monday drop it. Like I think we all are kind of tired of the constant announcements of announcements and the tease. Like the tease doesn't work anymore um, for us. So I think. Hopefully the kind of radio silence we've had the last month is just them saving their kind of roadmap to just announce things as they come. So from here on out, hopefully they have a plan of things to announce to kind of keep us uh, engaged. But uh, hopefully they just kind of get ahead of it a little bit so that it's not like, okay, we have something, but it's a month out. So we got to tease, tease, tease. But I don't know. Maybe in the Discord, on Twitter, people have been clamoring for info, info, info. But I don't think it really makes a difference in the grand scheme of like the last four months to release it Monday, full stop versus a tease. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see too. Do you think it'll be a full season roadmap or will it just be sort of like a, a, a loose outline? That's what will be really interesting about it. You know, is it just going to be like, hey, you know, series four is obviously here. We're going to have the base set packs coming in, you know, a month or so and get some of these rookies out. Or is it going to be like, here's like 20 different series we have coming this year, you know? It'll be very telling on Monday. Yeah, is it going to be like a roadmap or is it going to be sort of game design? Because maybe they'll do something similar to what NFL All Day has been doing with Playbook like and kind of changing up how they do the challenges. So I'm curious if they're going to be talking about that sort of thing or just the roadmap for the series and whatnot. But I feel like whatever they come out with, it's going to be... Um, hard to predict because if they're doing stuff that's meant to meant to demand with like burning and whatnot um 
but yeah, it sounds like they want to leave a little bit of room for the surprise and delight, which I like. But so why give a roadmap at all then if it's not like complete? Uh, I guess a roadmap just shows which direction you're heading maybe as opposed to it being, you know, a city map that has every little thing detailed out. I don't know if that's the right analogy. So maybe it's more just like a loose, like here, here's where we hope to go. But yeah, I know what you mean. Like uh, it seems like that's a bit of a rock and a hard place here too. Cause if they don't say anything, people say they don't have it together and then if they tell too much, then people are complaining that there's too much stuff or yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I think we really don't have, like, the uh, space as a whole. Don't really have the mindset of, like, this is something that has to be, like, be done in within a time span of, like, five to ten years. Because of how things happened so fast, especially in Feb 2021 to how we are today. So I really think there needs to be some maturity from the space in itself as well. I, I would like to sort of what Ahmad was saying, um, Ahmed, that uh, the playbook, like some type of X's and O's or some type of... Uh, I was trying to think of names for what the top shot would be called. Pick and roll, X's and O's. What are some other names? But some type of like weekly uh, challenge. I like the uh, you know playbook. Of course, can have its flaws, but I do like that we get a weekly outline of sort of what's going to happen, and you can kind of decide to participate or not. I'm loving these pickums. So it'd be fun if they sort of incorporated some stuff like that. Um, that being said, I've noticed the Twitter streets have finally went from all day does everything perfect to now being frustrated with playbook. So who who knows, you know, by the time Top Shot releases their version of playbook, pe people probably already hate it. So I'm happy with my playbook because it did get like the Joe Burrow debut for the free pack, the one moment playbook yeah, pack. The one star so, pack. Yeah. And I got a $30 out of, like, spending virtually nothing for it. Yeah, that's great. Nice reward. Now, would you have been upset if it was a $7 moment? Or is any moment fine? You know, it seems like people it, are getting a little entitled I mean, these days. For me, right now, given how things are, I mean, I'm just happy to get, like, money back or a moment back. Yeah, for sure. Um. Do you think that what do you want to see on Monday, Jay? Do you want to see hey, series four base set coming out? Because that's the obvious one. We're we're gonna see series four base set. It's gonna be fun. Um, I think that uh the pack success will be driven by people chasing the four star uh rookies or the four badgers. Um do you want to see them announce a bunch of other sets to on Monday, or do you want you know, just a little bit, little bit of info, just enough. You know, just, you know, me personally, I mean, and, you know, it, everybody's, everybody's different. You know, like I personally would like to see um, kind of a, you know, it, it, you know, an indication of, uh, of like, 
hey, you know, in series four, we're going to do, um, we're going to repeat, you know, X, Y, and Z. So we're going to do, we're going to do another rising stars. We're going to do another hustle and show. We're going to do another, you know, uh, uh, you know, these are the, these are the sets that are going to be coming out for this year. I would like them to like kind of, you know, dictate in advance, like what to expect. And so people can kind of plan, like plan for like, I, you know, I really liked, you know, such and such a, a set, you know, and, and I'm going to, you know, continue with my continuity of collecting this particular type of set. Right. Like I'm a hustle and show guy. Uh, I'm a all-star you know, all-star guys. Throwdowns guys. Um, We're throwdowns guys. Yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Um uh, So that's you want that definitively announced on Monday. You don't want sort yeah, of I, yeah. next April like, I mean, they out of you know, nowhere like throwdown set, best dunks of the year, boom, coming in a week. Like I you know, fresh threads, you know, so on, so forth. You know, like um because I, I I think you know there is uh, has been a lot of of you know aping into um, you know certain sets because you know they think that you know people ape into ape into stuff because they think that you know that's you know either a continuity or b you know you know added value right and. And we don't know whether or not they're going to discontinue a certain, you know, type of moment or, or whatever that could in- inevitably make it, you know, more valuable later on, uh, you know. And so it's like, if we had the full scope of the roadmap for the year, we would have the option of uh, kind of uh, opt, you know, in advance planning what we would opt into. And I think that would provide for more stabilization of, of, you know, people instead of uh, people, you know, speculating that such and such a set or such and such a moment is going to have a certain impact, you know, and there are collectors versus those who are flippers versus those who are looking for gamification um, a lot of different elements to participation and so if the roadmap was all inclusive you know definitively a either a calendar year or season year um, and it's hard to say, you know, it, it puts them in a, you know, in a tough position to say, you know, what, what is, is going to be uh, revealed because you don't know how the, the actual season's going to unfold, you know, and I'm sure they're, they're, they're considering, you know, what sort of, uh, you know, content that they're able to get, you know, the rights to in order to, turn around and market. Uh, but I would like to see, you know, kind of, uh, uh, you know, a drop of like, you can expect 
this many, you know, uh, on a on an annual basis, like I would like them to identify like you can guarantee that this, this, and this are going to happen every single year, right? And we are going to, uh, you know, roll them out and roll this particular series or 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 type of moment uh, out in you know four installments three installments whatever uh throughout the year um and that way you can you can kind of say you know i am going to plan for participating in you know, all of these things. And, and that way it's not a wallet based decision or a fandom based decision. It is a kind of informed. I am a collector and, and it's important to me to know what opportunities and access I have to certain things. If that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, just trying to like condense your thought, but you're hoping that the roadmap sort of clarifies people's collecting plans. Um, yeah. Well, I, I've, I, I've 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 always been a you know I've always you know I, like when I entered into this, I entered in as a long term kind of collector, and it was many you know kind of months before I realized that people were using it as a, you know, money-making vehicle uh, and whatnot. And, and now my eyes are wide open. Uh, and, and to me, it seems like a lot of, a lot of people are, are looking for kind of profit, immediate profit. Uh, and so I do like the aspects where, you know, like locking for, for instance, I do like that, you know, that is like, you know, prove it, prove you're this type of fan, you know, uh, and for, you know, certain experiences, you know, you know, rich pay up, uh, to get your opportunity to spend, uh, you know, time with Magic Johnson. Uh, it's nice that there's a little of A and a little of B. Uh, and, uh, um, you know, you have the opportunity, um, you know, to uh, kind of put your hat in the ring for certain things. Um, but, you know, I do want, you know, with... It's just not, you know, it's just not uh, as attractive to have it be um, sort of, you know, so opaque or whatever. Um, let people know what they're get, getting into um, in advance. You don't feel like that paints them into a corner too much sometimes? Like last year they said there was going to be a bunch of sets that never ended up happening. Not that it didn't bother me. Like my opinion was, yes, you know what? And by the end of the year, when the sets hadn't happened, we had had enough product. We didn't need any more. I totally understood why they didn't do that. Um, but is it better to add sets 
if things are going, you know, in a certain trajectory, or is it better to take them away? I mean, hashtag we're early. So, you know, of course, of course, I'm just saying the question, is it better to add some or is it better to take some away? I think that there should be a definitive year after year, um, you know, foundational sets, right? MGLE, whatever. Um, uh, you know, I'm a big advocate. Yeah, MGLE of, seems uh, like a backbone of the product for sure. Right. And, and then, I mean, you know, we all want to see it trimmed down a bit, but it seems like a set they should have, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and then, and then there are, you know, you know, it's like all-star set gets, you know, gets, you know, a little bit of hate because like there isn't exactly. Cause it's not a game. Yeah, there's not <laughs> just fucking. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, no, like I mean, yeah, I mean, you want to be able to have some, like the perfect intersection is collectability and utility, right? Yeah. And so you want to be able to be, uh, be able to collect stuff that you can like as well as use, and, um. You know, and then like for you know, cool cats, for example, like I mean, there's probably never going to be another cool cat set, right? And so it's just like they continue to, you know, and but but cool cats has been something that has been, you know, such a hot topic in terms of like promises and um, you know um, I don't even know how to explain it like I'm you know like you know it's the gift that keeps on giving but should it keep on giving and 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 you know they found that you know there was such a rally around this particular set that they've invested in it and it's like what happens if you know they they drop it again does it dilute it does it uh you can't do a cool cat set you can't do a cool cat it'll be is there a hustle and show is there an all-star some of these ones that have happened a few times yeah so we've seen a, a couple of those so i mean you know i've been i've been rambling and and uh and 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 thinking as i'm talking uh but you know it's like you know at what point in time do we say as top shot you can plan on this this and this happening year after year we are going to have a specialty set that is named something fantastic or weird or or whatever year after year um and 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 let you know and if people know what is on the table then they can make 
better trading decisions. That's my yeah. that's my piece. Mm-hmm. Davey, jump in there. Kevin had a hand up first. Kevin, I'll let you go first. Oh, did it? Yep, Kevin, jump in there then. Yeah. So I think what Jay was saying was that, uh, like for example, uh, if you compare it to cardboard, uh, cardboard has like, for example, uh, Court Kings. Court Kings has the base sets. Court Kings has the uh, rookie. Uh, level one, level two, level three, level four, which could probably be the rising stars. So I think those are some things that Top Shot could check and compare to with making a uh, what do you call this? Making uh, a set piece or new set. So there would be other sets like you can scrap. Fresh threads or hustle and show and put in a new one. Or, I mean, worst comes to worst, we won't be seeing throwdowns. Although I think that throwdowns is one set that needs to be stapled because, like, NBA themselves show the top 10, top 100 dunks for the season, right? So I think there are things that, uh, and like what people have been saying was that some sets should be made later into the year and you could probably get a placeholder for that within the year. And then like just, uh, for example, you want to put up a new set, but the moments themselves won't be released until like the playoff starts and then an NFT yeah. would just be a placeholder. And then you have... But you still get the base set uh, cards, right? Because I think, like, LG told us, uh, said, not sure if it's in the chat or in the space, but uh, one thing that differentiates NBA from the NFL is that there are storylines in the NBA. And that's something that probably should be um, capitalized on or used into taking into consideration in making or doing a set. Definitely storylines. I would love to see, you know, just as we're spitballing, what we'd love to see um, more team moments going forward. You know, Jay talked about the all-star game and how the set's a little maligned and people don't, you know, does it just feed into it gives more of the same players we we want a little more scarcity of it'd be cool if the all-star set was just two moments in east and a west and it was a melt of the best moments for each side you know a minute long moment or something um even the the first round of the playoff moments could be just the teams that go through or maybe once every month or two they each team leaderboard gets you know say you're on the Nuggets top 500, they get, hey, the month of November, the best plays for the Nuggets, and it's a little melt of 45 seconds or something. That's what I would love to see in a roadmap is is not just, hey, we're going to always do these same things the same way. I would love to see, um, you know, we're going to do 
MGLE and we're going to do base set, but we're going to try some new things with different, just some trying some new shit. That's what I want to see. Right. And I mean, and I've, I've, uh, I've said a number of times, like, you know, it would be great to not be so reactive to like the need for immediacy instead, you know, create moments that tell the story of the playoffs. Right. Uh, and, and my suggestion has always been like, uh, all right, you know, like the seven game series went, you know, four, three or, or, you know, whatever. Um, and so it's four moments for the winning team and three minutes for uh, three moments for the other. And if it was a sweep, you know, it was, you know, uh, you know, the, the, the four moments for the one team that, that, that did that. Uh, versus, you know, having, you know, just some random, you know, uh, night, you know, nice moment or Bruce Brown playoffs moment. Yeah. And and so, I, I mean, there are, there are various ways to, you know, approach it. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's Dapper's kind of, uh, reactive, you know, uh, determination of give the people, you know, add more supply versus, you know, truly curating, you know, what, what actually happened. Yeah. And, and that's why I was wondering if they do more team moments, if that's not going to add supply quote unquote on some of the players, which is what it seems to be the, the irking is, you know, What's your opinion on the duos set? Well, that seems kind of cool. I, you know, I ended up being just missing on like a few of the leaderboards, so I saltily didn't get any, uh, and I wasn't really in a position to sort of fork out to get on some of the leaderboards. Um, I thought they were pretty cool, pretty cool idea. Um, yeah, I liked it. I, I would have been happy if they did like a Toronto moment as well, or a. Detroit Pistons moment, even if it wasn't a duo, just a like great play in this team's history or something like that. Like I think as we're tapping into, you know, uh, Ahmad said earlier, is this current fandom when now we're meeting Magic and we're meeting Cade Cunningham and assumably there's more of these things on the way. I think striking into that team fandom a bit more would be really cool. And that's a way that you have all these built-in communities now. Uh, that's a way you can sort of kind of get the communities excited about it too, as opposed to just making more LeBrons or, or whatever it is, you know? So yeah, duo's cool. Um, what did you think? I mean, you know, there was a lot of conversation, you know, I'm, I'm talking from a Timberwolves perspective, like we were, you know, debating internally, you know, on our, you know, both our organic discord and as well as the, you know, the top shot discord as to, you know, who is, who is the, the, the duo that sticks out in your mind. Right. And, uh, you know, I think, I think, you know, it, it irked, you know, people to, to, um, a certain degree to see that, like somebody that they claimed as a player, you know, might have ended up in a duo for a different team. 
uh, you know, and I think that there are some people who are were uh, thinking like, uh, you know, the duo that you highlighted is not, you know, uh, my preferred duo for my specific team. Could have been uh, rights coming into that too, so I was trying not to read too far into it, not being right. the favorite for everyone. And it was specific years and 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 whatnot. Like I think there was a range of years that they had this. There, there was, but I think they did break that because they said it was to 2010 to 2019, and then there was some from this year. So, <laughs> okay, okay, um, you know, and so like, you know, for the Timberwolves, it was Love and Rubio, you know, right. And and so so it was uh, yeah. one of the crappier ones, is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, you know, last I checked, it wasn't low ask in terms of duo moments, but um, I believe I the Charlotte know. Hornets is. Are they fully? Re- they're not even fully released, are they? No, they're not. I think just the first. What is it? The first three rounds of them have gone out. Yeah, and I don't even know how many. It... Yes, Charlotte is out. It's uh, Kemba and Batum. But I mean, who else would you have picked, though? Like, uh, some of these teams have just been trashed for the last decade when they yeah. chose it. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at it now, and I think they nailed a lot of them, like Nowitzki and Kidd. I don't know. I guess you could go Nowitzki and Nash or Finley, maybe. DeRozan um, and Lowry was fun. Yeah, that was perfect. Nailed that one because uh, we wouldn't have a moment with them together at all on the platform. LeBron and LeBron and D Wade. Yeah, yeah. They didn't get no, D Wade. They got Bosch. So that's Bosch. oh right, Bosch and LeBron. Yep. Um, but yeah, the Nash and Stoudemire is perfect. Like totally captures uh, Noah and Rose. That's another era when they were kind of relevant. Loser um, and Williams. Yeah, that's a cool one too. That was when they were kind of contenders and top half of that conference and finishing. So I don't know. I think uh, you know Charlotte. Boohoo! Is it you? Everybody going silent. Just you, Davey. Well, I mean, and and maybe that's the the, you know that's the approach is you know it's fucking boohoo. Your team sucks. You know, like uh, uh, you know, and. You know, for us, it's like, you know, KG is our you know number one player, and to see him as a, you know, inclusive of a duo outside of our team, and we get fucking love and Rubio, uh, you know, it, it's like, oh, okay, you know, like, but you know, KG we're, was we're... never on the the Timberwolves in the twenty tens. Yeah, I think the time period is the question, yeah. right? And I guess it doesn't. Yeah, it started them. at 2010. Yeah. And doesn't this allow them to now do more team moments, so they could do a historical team set? Um, yes. And, and probably then, more you know, highlight other duos yeah. at that time. I mean, I guess yeah. I guess the argument could be that they should have looked at the last 30 years. Then um, they could have a Minnesota's biggest losers of the 20, 2000 to 2010. Hey. <laughs> hey. You will rue the day, Wolf. Look at us with our Rudy Gobert right now. I know, true. That's what you want. You just want the, the what did you call them? Northern, the Northern Heights. The Northern, Northern Heights. Heights. 
Yeah, I wouldn't want Utah Jazz's 2022-2030 lineup unless we draft Wembanya. But I'm not sure if Top Shot's still relevant in 10 years' time. You never know. Kev Kev throwing out the bombs here. Have you fudding in here? Yeah, you know we're a bunch of optimists. Only I get to say mean shit like that. Come on, Kev. Sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) No, Jez is going to drop whole youth at Steve, whole youth at. That's the person they're going to drop. Oh, yeah. That guy's (laughs) got the best. These guys got the best name in sports. Well, I'll, I'll I'll do the duos for Jazz if they draft Hoyu Fat. I'm totally not critical of what they what they produce because, like Ahmad said, like they, you know, nailed a lot of them. You know, it's just like yeah, within it was the just time fr- within the time frame. You're just like ah, you know. It was a club, tough beat for a few teams you know, that had you know loving. Loving Rubio, you know, it's like yeah, no. we, we we weren't great in those years, but you know, I mean, they could those, have, yeah. Some of those I teams agree were like, like we've not been great in those years for all of those years. So you know, <laughs> like, so how well, are you're we, just entering your era. It's, it's your time is now, Jay. You could be a top three yeah. team in the West. Come on, they would where's they our, would our, have made a difference if it was Antman and Cat. I mean, might have, you know, like in, just in terms of, you know, Web3 and people, you know, digital collectibles and, and, and whatnot. Like, uh, I mean, what have they proven, you know, so far, you know, uh, it, it's also new, you know, and, and um, but it might, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, you know, there, there, there might have been, you know, just as much excitement for a cat ant, you know, collab versus a historic, you know, Rubio. Yeah, I mean, it was cute to see, you know, Love and Rubio, but like for some teams, I'm sure it, it just brings up, you know, like, oh man, you know, like we, uh, we were, on the threshold of uh, greatness or 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 our potential. Um, yeah, Jay. You know, to and, make you and, feel and better, some you know, it might be like you know, Kings. They they are so bad as a team. They couldn't come up with anybody good, any duo that was good for the past ten years. And they had to take out someone that's only been on the team for less than half year. That's how bad <laughs> that, was... that team was. You know, <laughs> that like, was one of the teams why... they broke the rules for. Yeah, I, I know because there's no... literally there's nothing to be exciting about. Like I mean, Tariq uh, Evans win the Rookie of the Year, but then one year later he's pretty much just washed out of the league after a couple of years after that. And then he was so bad the Kings have to trade him. And literally, there weren't anybody that was that exciting. And people can argue about IT and Cousins. I was like, IT wasn't performing when he was in Kings. IT was only performing when he traded to uh, to the Bostons, really. And which, you know, <laughs> which, which I mean, I will, like, personally, I think Sabonis and Fox probably a better choice, in my opinion. But then everybody in the 
Kane's chat was disagreeing with me. <laughs> they were like, nah, they should have choose IT and Kevin. But I mean, my argument is that what have they what have they done? Like there's nothing to be exciting about. They weren't getting into any playoffs, nothing. Like at least Rubio Rubio was the man. You know, Rubio was the man because, you know, the the hype that he had before he even came into the league, he was playing OA against the dream team and playing in the finals, getting the, you know, silver medal. He he I watched him play in the Olympics. I was like, this this kid's going to have a bright future because he was killing it. Um, but for whatever reason, when he coming to the NBA, he didn't really live up to the height. He, he was, I mean, he's an okay player. He's a decent, good player, but he's not that height like, like he before he entered in the league, you know. But yeah. then again, Love, Love was always been an all-star level player, and Love has been awesome for Timberwolves after KG was gone. So, I mean, even though you know he was the only one that was that decent to carry the whole team, really. Um, so I wasn't mad at that. Um, even the Hornets, I mean, I'm quite happy with uh, you know Kimber Walker because he did kind of carry the team, but then. I'm kind of biased because I'm, you know, I'm a Die Easy Hornet fan. But um, when they had Nicholas Platoon, I knew they're going to select someone like Nicholas Platoon, but I hated him because being a fan of Hornets, that was one of the worst contracts they can sign. And he's been super useless. And all their money spent for what? Like two playoff appearances? Oh, man. Like, it's just kind of like, you know, frustrating. <laughs> anyway. No, I hear you. Like I, I, I I'm. It's like a support in... group for bad team fans. Jay's yeah. like, Davey, I hear you. I'll just, just let me give you a big hug here. You know, your team's trash. I know. As a Timberwolves fan, I know. No, yeah, I'm not insensitive <laughs> to you know to that. You know, it's just like you know. If you're gonna roll out something like dynamic dudes, like why? Have it be, you know, specific to certain years. I guess you know it's like if you if you're gonna have it, you're gonna have it. If not. You know, like maybe don't do that sort of thing, uh, or have. Um, would you have rather these moments were just team moments, like it was just a a random Minnesota highlight, just Timberwolves this play this day? Well, I mean, you know, that's the thing is like not everything is equal. You know, you have dynasties, you have you know heydays, you know, you have. Uh, different, uh, different, uh, you know, expectations and whatnot, and so to kind of like force feed certain, you know, do quote unquote duos or whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, we enjoyed the Kevin Love slash Rubio experience, right? Um, but you know, is that indicative of like our best, uh, you know, our best product? And like, there are teams that you could argue had 
several duos that are multitudes better than you know certain trash organizations and that's just a byproduct of um ownership spending choices etc etc um it's sorry yeah it's part of the burden here that it's the top shot top shot debut like if it wasn't the debut would people be as quite as disappointed or kind of expectation that this duo would truly represent the franchise because it's the debut because i mean there's a lot of you know sets that just have different random plays but people don't seem so upset about it but is it the debut element that uh increases the bar maybe jake cuz you're you're or not or is it the the element of they locked up a bunch of moments to get this particular thing, right? So they locked up four thousand bucks in Timberwolves moments, and then they're they're feeling extra burnt because it's Kevin Love and Rubio or something. I, I don't know. No, I'm not hating on it. You know, from no, you were uh, hating, uh, Jay. You were hating. We all heard you. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm a bastard. <laughs> uh, I. Mean, I you know, like I'm, you know, Timberwolves collector, you know, like, uh, I got a lot of shit, um, uh, you know, locked it up. Like I ended up pulling the number 34 of the duo, you know, so, you know, of 750, you could do a lot worse, you know, for sure. So like, I mean, I'm not complaining in that aspect. Like, I'm just like, you know, when you think of, you know, who is your, you know, number one icon for your, like, I mean, you think Timberwolves, like, if you live but in Minnesota. But the set wasn't number one team in, icons, you know? If you live in Minnesota and you think Timberwolves, you think Kevin, Kevin fucking Garnett, and to not have him be included... He's a Boston Celtic. What are you talking about? Yeah. You motherfucker. I will. He won the uh, title of the Celtics. He said I'm going to Disneyland on the Celtics. He's a Celtic. (laughs) Next time I see you, Wolf. (laughs) I am not a purple belt. I am not qualified to do so, but I will certainly try. I like Uh, it. I appreciate it. it, it. you know, it's one of those things is like, you know, it's like our kind of iconic person who may have fell within this time period was not included kind of, kind of perspective, you know, it's like, um, all right. So we've got Kevin Love and Ricky Rubio and, you know, the, you know the the Minnesota perspective on that is is like, all right. You know Kevin Love was fantastic because he had to do fucking everything in the absence of any sort of support. And when you look at Rubio, he was like he was one of the selections surrounding you know Steph Curry. Uh, 
that they instead opted for Johnny Flynn. You know, like, and so it's like just fucking, you know, it, 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 it is kind of infuriating in terms of, uh, you know, a duo uh, and having it be the, uh, you know, you know, the first thing is like, ah, this is the best we can do for your team. You know, there's a lot better out there. And, you know, and that will, you know, translate into the the pricing, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, the moment availability and resale on the Top Shop Marketplace. Math, you got your hand up. If you talk about Rubio and love any longer, I swear to God. <laughs> I never know when to jump in, so I put my hand up. I appreciate okay? that. That's good etiquette. Yeah, we can hear you perfectly, buddy. <laughs> there, there was a couple. Why won't the hand go down? That's that's messed up. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I have the my Raptors pack and my Detroit Pistons pack. Yep. And I'm ready to open them right now. Oh, you're going to open them. Yeah, all right. Tell, yeah, us, tell us what series you got. All right. All right. Let so us know your I, thoughts on them, too, as you, as you I, open them. I scanned through the the Raptors available mints. Um, number four is available. So I always hype myself up. I was like, yes, I'm going to get that top cereal because you can't get one, two, and three. Yeah. And then the Pistons. Steve's I get listening here. Don't even that. tell Steve about I that. I saw that. Steve's yeah, going to no. jump in here. Give us uh, I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask what Steve got, but I kept scrolling and kept scrolling. Uh, and I actually I don't I know Steve's which one he ended there. up getting. Oh, you did. I did. Yeah. So I, I'm not gonna ask. <laughs> um, and, and then uh, the Pistons one I didn't look at. Um, but that's you know that's, that's newer players of... than the Pistons one, isn't it? But that's bit. Yeah, yeah. I think that was one like kind of an odd duo, but. It makes sense. Um, Who was for it moving again? forward? It was Bay and uh, Cade. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, it was the other Which one. Which is like, cool. Uh, Davey was saying, kind of broke the rules that it was supposed to be the last decade. Yeah, and I was I was going to jump in on that a little bit. I guess sort of hard to pick who they were going to do because you have to remember they have to pay someone who's not in the league and come with like yep. a separate deal. So if um, I don't know. Someone from the early '80s. There was a good duo from the early '80s. You know, they'd have to pay a whole bunch of money. Maybe they already paid them and get access to the footage and too, and all yeah. that stuff. It's probably a lot more loopholes yeah, than the, the decade they've been kind primarily dealing from. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because really, the the deal right now is with the NBA and the Players Association. But it's as soon as someone's retired, then it's all it's a yeah. whole new thing. All right, here All right. we go. Oh, okay, which Raptors one are you doing, pack. Raptors? All right. Raptors pack. It's bouncing. Open pack. Fun fact. Couldn't read it. Good luck, good luck. Nice. You guys can't hear the pack music, eh? No. Hello? Nope, it's, can't hear it. We can hear you. Did I lose you? Nope, you're no. here. You're here. Oh, yeah, pack music. Kick, kick me out. All right, there we go. Yeah, there we go. I can, I can hear it. All right, let me let me go back. It's muted. Still hear me? Yep. All right, there we go. Toronto Raptors, one ninety one. Not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. 
Pretty good, I'll take it. You have to do the thing that the like uh, the desperate guys on Top Shot Twitter do. We're like, well, if you add both jerseys and times it by 10 and then subtract six, it's like almost a double jersey. Yeah, yeah, that's basically it, right? It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> 416 would have been the boss area code. Yep. Um, didn't get that. That probably, you're right. I wonder if the area code of each team one would be the most popular moment. That's what I thought um would would pull like a pretty good premium um yeah not all of the area codes would be in 750 but true 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 moving forward if they hire men detroit pistons the dynamic six, duo here we the, go i was just going to mention this the six raptors one detroit pistons for 173 oh 173 not bad not bad 173 and are the moments nice? Yeah, I'm just watching it now. Sweet. Nice. Nice crossover. I'm not sure which team, I think. Not sure. Was it Wolves, Jay, that someone bought the area code or something recently? Although the biggest sale, I think, was I think... Ryan's Boston number one. I think that was, uh, was it uh, Showy? Did he? Did Jay? Did uh, did our newest Wolfpack member there? Did he buy the Minnesota area code one? I'm not sure if he got the area code uh, or or not, but you know, definitely like Coach T, who is also a member of the Wolfpack, he he collects the area codes. I I think Caterade might have drawn a area code. Um, and, and held on to it. Uh, there are a number of people who uh, are are aware of the... Uh, yeah, some people uh, like their area codes. Some cities have, like, more than one area code, too. So do you yes. look at, like, the, where the arena is, maybe, or maybe someone just I think an area code is like an a area. personal thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're a personal thing, so it'd probably be the one that's associated with your area as opposed to the team's area. I'm just guessing though, as it's not as we've discussed on this programming <laughs> before, I'm not a not a numbers okay. guy. Not a numbers guy. Well, Don't I guess really I care. would be the numbers guy, right? Like You'd be math, a numbers guy. Mathematics. Oh, that's true. That's true. Right. Um, Do you like a cereal? Do you have like a cereal preference? Uh, Do you care? If I saw one eight seven above, I would pull. I would. Ooh. I would buy that. Um, yeah. If I saw a nine oh five, which is my area code. If I saw four one six, which is Toronto area code. Um. What's the What's the other ones that they're not a number, but the um, oh, why is that word escaping me? Um, where it's like uh, the same backwards and forwards. What's that? What's that called? Uh, 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 uh palindrome. palindrome. Pal- yeah, palindrome. So if I see a palindrome, um, I think when I was stacking some of the forty Ks, I would just like scroll through the floor for a certain moment. And just like buy a random palindrome. I bought a couple yeah, low like stuff. I've been eyeing a couple lower, like single and double cereals, but just haven't really pulled the trigger with seeing if they're going to lower the price again. 
playing, you know, you learn a bit after being watching, buying Top Shop for so long that sometimes people get desperate trying to sell and you just kind of hold off a little bit. That's what I've been Wait till like pack drop day or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a couple no. um, premium like fandom moments that were really low. And I was like, that's crazy that it's dropped that low. And I think it was just because people were saving up for for the uh, the rib, the run it back pass, yes. which was cool. Yeah, it even happened in all day recently. There was definitely a market drop the day before the new packs came because everyone was selling to buy the new packs. And then, which then and created then market sentiment being bad. Yeah. Yep. And then delisting after the pack because I went and looked and was like, oh, it's it's up, you know, nine hundred dollars from where where it was pre-pack. Um, not that I had the money to buy it, anyways. But you know, it's always fun just checking the market for me, anyways. Are you watching this Raptors game, Mathematic? What's that? Are you watching this Raptors game right now? Um, I was on and off. Um, We're in I overtime. Wonder, is did it go overtime? I have to leave yeah, the Twitter spaces to watch. Ah, uh, I see. I see. Yeah, on my Can't phone, do both at once. Yeah, so I thought I would uh, check the pack. Sorry, it's pre-sale. It's preseason. It's yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, the it's just the bench guys in right now. I think. Yeah. Yeah, they look good though. High scoring game. Like went to overtime, I think 131, 131. Cool. So a lot a lot of scoring. Did anyone pick any uh pull any dope serials today? I've been really watching. I haven't seen any but yeah, actually someone in our in our group in the NFL pulled a number two or something today in one of their prize packs. I think Trevor did. I'll see. Um, I haven't seen anybody pull any like a humdinger lately, though. I don't think with the with the uh, duo moments. I'm not sure. We had a few of our resident whales that got to get in the one, two, three action. Yeah. More just the big news that I don't know if you saw. Rich, Rich uh, got selected to go on the Magic Johnson thing. Oh, sick. So that's the big Wolfpack news of the day is uh, Rich and Alexa are going to go meet Magic. Oh, that's that's dope. Yeah, totally. Pretty sweet prize. <laughs> be nice <laughs> if they brought one of those. Imagine if they did a Vince Carter in Toronto one. That'd be sick. Well, I mean, would that get you like lock-in? Would you get that like lock-in moments for that? Yeah, they should. Uh, they should do that at Drake's house if they're doing it at Mansions. Oh, they should, they should just do dude, it at Drake's house because he has a basketball. A spot in his house they should just have the I think he just captain sold like thousands have a of new party users. at drake's house yeah that would definitely get that should in general we get drake on board would that I'd, be better than any athlete i i've been thinking about that for a while drake flexing like his cosmic set that'd be amazing yeah that'd be pretty awesome <laughs> i like this i like this you just save top shot we'd have to we'd have to come that it would go down in a month, so I don't know how we would do that, but <laughs> he likes to gamble. Yeah, did you see flex. him open that like that the boxes yeah. for the Jordans, the rookie Jordans? Yeah, did he did that. He did the break. Yep. That was sick. He got and like he got three those new Jordans, nif- right? I think so. Something ridiculous. 
They got those new got nifted displays thing. out today too. They could have Drake Hawk in the new nifted display. You could put it up on your mansion wall. <laughs> Are they big? Yeah, I, I they're like big picture frame size with a touch screen and ability to put many multiple moments on it. Oh sit. Okay. Probably yeah, so it actually looks like much better. Yeah. Well that's where I get to that point where I'm like, is it just cheaper to buy a TV? <laughs> you know? And, <laughs> Are like they hanging on the wall, TV? right? Yeah, like you know, oh, like no. it can't be much more. <laughs> Can I go to Black Friday and buy something cheaper and just put a screensaver app totally of just buying this nifty thing? Yes, yeah. Which is why I keep thinking someone's gonna make a uh, like an app that works with your TV. That like a third party one that'll that'll revolutionize the thing. Give me an app where I can clip together my moments in the way I want. Mm. You know, we were talking about telling the story of a season earlier. Like I want to be able to take my, you know, twelve Raptors moments from last season and clip them together. So it's not just the same play again and again, but I can make like a mm. twenty second thing. I can put one of your beats that you made on it, and boom, nice. you know. Yeah. Share it up. That's that's where I think we need to get to. Why not the Top Shot app and maybe for get sure Chromecast? For sure. And I mean, I'm not really a software Google. guy, more a hardware guy. It could um, it could be them too, but I wondered if a third party app might be able to get around some of the stuff that they don't seem to want to do. You know. Well, I guess it could. It you know, is there a wallet that you could have set up to do that? Essentially, and then, yeah, maybe. Uh, you move the asset from your Dapper wallet over to whatever wallet on your TV or on your other random device. Very true. I think that the hardware, the the companies that make the screens eventually getting there. I yes. thought I saw something about, was it Samsung working on something? An NFT TV, yeah. Yeah, so essentially it would have to be like a wallet or something like that. You yeah, know, that's, give Samsung, that's right. <laughs> give Samsung your um, <laughs> your key, your seed phrase. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sounds yeah, like totally. a great idea. No wonder they're like, yeah, 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 just plunk in your open seat right here on the TV, you know? <laughs> Don't worry, we won't tell anybody. Yeah, just import your key and uh, no big deal. Um, screenshots. All right. Well, I think I got to bounce the... Uh, Family just ran into the room, so you guys have a great night. Yeah, thanks for coming on. We need we need Cheers. you to come on more. It's it's too too infrequent. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll do what I can. Thanks. Okay. Sounds good. Later, bro. Have a good night. Bye. Yeah. Um, we're almost hitting the two hour mark. I normally we like a good two and a half, three, like really just ramble on all night. But I gotta walk my damn dogs, and I got a band meeting tonight, so. Um, I think it's time we say our last pieces. We can, if anybody wants to just give a last talk about the roadmap or the playbook or anything on your mind. Now is the chance to do it. Just watching the Lakers and Kings last preseason game. I'm trying to spot Jenny. Apparently Jenny is on the third row up from the Kings side on the baseline. I'm trying to find them, but I couldn't. I think the camera just cut off where they're sitting. So if you if you're watching that game, trying to spot them and take a photo or something, I don't know. <laughs> what are you looking for, Davey? 
He's looking for Janie. But why? Yeah, apparently on the third row. Because Davey is like our truest, staunchest top shot guy. I know, but I mean, so you're Janie Stan. You want to see what, what she's wearing? Probably not. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm just He's you. reporting for Poker Pro. I see. I want. I wanted to mention earlier that on the <laughs> Raptors, oh, the Raptors they, they team moment. Oh, so, oh, should be able to spot him. Nope. We're getting a play-by-play of Davey trying to spot someone in the crowd at a ba- at a preseason NBA game. I don't think <laughs> that we've ever had a higher level of content on the Wolf Den. <laughs> Uh, Ahmad, you were going to comment about the Raptors team moment. Yeah, sorry, I was just going to say the Serial 6 is on sale for five grand right now, and you were talking about Drake. I think that'd be yeah. one he would want to target, but I'm curious what you yeah. guys think is a, a fair offer. Like, if somebody offers a 1000 that might not be bad. I'm not sure. But the 6, you know, it's got a bit of cachet. If one cares about such a thing. Yeah, I know. It's hard. Like I said, I'm so unmoved by cereals. So I'm always like, why would you pay anything more than the low ask? Um, yeah. But I do think it could be significant if someone like Drake bought it because it would have some extra significance to it, you know? Yeah, the Top Shot debut of the Raptors and getting the six, the six God getting the six cereals. Yeah, you know, that would price, be something. So. Why not six, could, six, six, though? Because he's not the devil. The six okay. is what Toronto is called. Okay. Yeah, so that's like Drake had his album Views from the Six. So, you know. No one we're not really talking about like might, a might heavy from... metal guy here, Kev. Yeah, it, it might we're be. We're not from... spinning records backwards. <laughs> it might be from the 416. I'm not exactly sure where it comes from. Yeah, it must be the 416. You think we should know? I think we just let our our country and team down, Ahmad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spine, what's up? Welcome to the show. We're just going to end uh, since you're here. Hey, guys. We're like, whoop, Spine's here. Let's end it. Oh, no. No, that's fine. I, I just wanted to do the howl. I had a long day of work anyways, but happy Did to you? hear all you guys' voice, so that's all we're good. Always, we're always happy always to hear from you. Um, is has it been confirmed if Rich is taking you to see Magic Johnson yet? No, I'm. I'm not. Um, he's not. Well, he hasn't told me he's taking me, but I don't think he is. <laughs> but I told. Um, uh, um, oh my God, what am I? My whole brain is mixing. Losing his brain. I'm taking. Uh, you need Jay to come here and open your skull up. No, no, hold on. I let me give me one second. I didn't even smoke yet. Holy cow! My brain. I don't think Jay has either. Jay's at work too. <clears throat> That's the problem with both of you. I'm taking Big Native as my guest to the Lakers suite. I thought that would be nice. Uh, to take. Oh, that's that really cool. Cool little, little thing for, so, for us. Yeah, and he made me do those like Jules. super snazzy PFPs too. Right, right. I thought about taking Jules, but it's like oh, okay, she's not. I mean, it'd be fun, sure, but it'd be. I think it'd be cooler for another Top Shot guy or yeah, you know. And hundred uh, yeah. percent. He's a big Lakers guy, that. and so it should be cool. I did look at the date on the calendar and looked at the wife and was like, maybe I could. And she was like, no, no. Yeah. You, no. Okay. She, okay. She was right. 
she was right. Yeah. I thought about flying <laughs> up to Seattle for a Mariners game for the playoffs, and I was like, you know what? I'm just watching on TV. I'm cool. Yeah. So. Man, if you flew up for tomorrow's game and it, they lost to, what if oh, you'd be God. so bummed? You'd be like, so did I sad. just throw $4,000 out the yeah. window? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I'd be fucking... And even if they All won, the... I'd be like, even if they won yeah. the game, I'd be like, did I just throw $4,000? Yes, the window? totally. So, I mean, yeah. it would be pretty cool if you were already going, but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I know. I know. Uh, but hopefully the Mariners do win tomorrow. I was going to game five. Let's go. Let's get to game five. It's going to happen. Let's yeah, happen. the last game was it was a weird one. It yeah. looked like I thought they were going to tie it up, but uh, man, Houston's got some fucking bats, don't they? Uh, that guy, one guy is a fucking oh. beast. Jesus. He's like Alvarez. God. Yeah. Oh my he's, God. He's, he's unbelievable, man. He really is. Yeah. yeah. Like walk off one night and then hits yeah. a home run the next game. Like, oh he's my goodness. So he's, he's like two players. Yeah. <laughs> he really is. I know. He looks, he looks like he should oh. be a linebacker in the NFL. <laughs> he is just a monster. Uh, it's so true. Uh, game's on at what? One o'clock tomorrow. Or did you yeah, take work off? No, but I should. Uh... I've been probably should cancel. While, I've been watching it while I was working. I'm thinking about it actually because we're not going to have a front desk person tomorrow. So I thought about calling in sick, quote unquote. Love it. Sounds like a good idea. Imagine if your I'm... boss was actually Springer down here in the bottom, like the whole time. Like <laughs> what? You were in the Wolf Dead last night. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> totally. They'll never, they'll never fire me. I'm the best. Uh, good point. Anyway. Solid point. Yeah. Anyway, well, all right. Howler asses out of here. Yeah. To all the Thanks, J- pack out oh. there. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was just gonna thank Jay for sticking with me. Yeah, Jay was. Uh, Jay was awesome as always. Appreciate you, Jay. Um, I don't know where he disappeared to. No. Uh, yeah, all right. Listening. All right. All right. All right. All right. You just lurking in the background now. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, thanks, Davy. Thanks, Kev. Thanks, Ahmad, as always. Thanks, everyone, for listening, whether it's on Spotify or you're chopping it up live with us. We appreciate it. It's always fun to have a drink and just uh, talk some bullshit about sports and Dapper and all that stuff. Spine, howl us out. To all the wolf pack out there worldwide, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope you'll join me in a good night. All right, night, guys. Love y'all.